Welcome to Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. Talk radio to inspire, inform, and stimulate. Bringing you enlightened discussions with authors, creatives, innovative business and health professionals, and ordinary people living extraordinary lives. Sharing their expertise and life stories. Making a difference, one word at a time. Now here's your host, Vicki St. Clair. And welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Well, joining us today, I think for the third time, Patty Dobrovolsky, author of Drawing Solutions, How Visual Goal Setting Will Change Your Life, and her new book, Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius. Patty's the founder of Up Your Creative Genius, which is a consulting firm that uses visuals and creative uh, processes to help companies and individuals accelerate growth and change. She's a critically acclaimed comic performer, keynote and TEDx speaker, writer and business consultant. And she's brought innovative visual practices to Fortune 500 companies, NGOs and small businesses. Her consulting career spans 25 years. And she's joining us today to talk about her latest book. As I said, the title of that is a tiny little book, but it's packed full of great information. It's called Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius. Patty Dobrovolsky, welcome. Hey, Vicki, how are you? Oh, my gosh. Hello, everybody out there in the universe of radio. I know. It's been, I think, six years since you were last on the show. I know. It's, it's, it's so great. I'm so glad that you're still thriving there. Yeah, and, and likewise, you too. And you're joining us via Skype today from Colorado. Um, so, yes. yes, we have to get our little Skype plug in. <laughs> but... Um, so last time we talked, we talked about your book, Drawing Solutions, um, how visual goal setting will change your life. But the work you do is so much more than just visual goal setting. So can, can you sum that up for people who are not familiar with your work and haven't heard you before? Yes. So uh, really what I do is I draw the future for companies all around the world and individuals. And I speak about it and I show people how your brain, when you actually draw a picture of what you want to have happen, will activate and make it happen even more quickly than you could ever imagine. And so I've given a number of TED Talks about it now. The first one, Draw Your Future, millions of people watched it on this bootleg channel. And I went through all of the comments of it because I was interested in who was successful, who thought it was bunk. And what could I do to reach more people, you know, and right. get them to up their creative genius? Because it's, you know, it's not really brain science. It's what we do naturally every time we think and imagine a positive future. It creates a picture. So if you just draw one and you start to use that picture, it happens so much faster. Right. And for those who are familiar with dream boards, um, the 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 future can look somewhat like a dream board, but it's sketched or illustrated, or in my case, it's plain old stick figures, right? <laughs> yes. And it, and the truth is it doesn't matter how great your drawing looks. Your brain doesn't care. What the drawing does is it wakes up your brain and it focuses it on what you want. And so it's not really so much worried about what it looks like. It's worried about what you're introducing that's new and exciting and the more passion you have about it, the more it attaches itself um, to your neurons. And then everything just works alchemically 
to help you create that. I mean, you have to do your part, right, Vicki? But right, right. the picture really accelerates it. Right. And we went into this in some detail the first time we talked. Listeners can find the podcast um, at conversationslive.net. It was October 29th, 2012. Um, but all they need to do is type in your name, Patty Dobrovolsky, into our search box, and that will pop up because we, we went into a lot <laughs> like of... Like you can spell that, like you can spell that, right? <laughs> oh, I think if you just type P-A-T-T. I D O B, it will pop up. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love that. So yeah, we talked. We talked a lot about that, and there's so many things that I've learned since then. And really, the reason I put out this new book, Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius, was I just realized that people, you know, we are inundated with information, and not everybody has time to read a long book, but they do have time to open a very small book to one tip. And then implement that. Right. So if people are watching on camera, I'm just going to hold that up for them because it's a very tiny book. It's like the size of my hand and um, it's very slim and it literally um, you could read through it. I'm looking at the wrong camera. <laughs> you can read through it in no time at all. Um, but but it's packed full of really great information. And um, it's, it's if you apply it and this is the key thing, of course, if you apply it can make a huge difference between staying where you are, crawling, or really making some progress. And so um, I want to dive into those, but I just want to share before we look at this book, the new book, Patty, um, I, I've used this uh, frequently since we first talked. I, I'd never used it before, but I've used it frequently um, since. And the biggest thing for me is um, because you have, a, you have a template on your site, which is really great. People can download it for free. And um, you have on the template, you look at where you are right now and then you look at your future and you can see the gap in between. Talk to us about why that's significant. Well, um, one of the pieces that's important is when you capture in words and pictures on the left side, as Vicki's talking about, the current state of what's happening, a couple of things happen in your brain. One is you see things you never saw before and you often will see a pattern and then if you envision a positive future for yourself and it's realistic like it's one to two years from today your brain automatically is always problem solving that's what the amygdala does you know it wants to both keep you safe from harm but also it activates the prefrontal cortex part of your brain that part of you that you know makes decisions about what you should do next and it tries to solve the problem for you, the gap between where you are and where you're going. And that's the beauty of the visual yes. is that it's all there in front of you. And so people think, oh, my gosh, you know, I set my New Year's goals and then I just couldn't achieve them. Well, most of the time we do it because, you know, we can't really remember. them. We wrote them on a list. And then where do we put the list? And if you put it in a picture and you put it somewhere you can see every day, then you remember hey, that's the gap I'm filling. And then I'm going to do one tiny thing towards that. Right. So let's look at your new book, this little book, Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius. And um, tell us how you put this together. What was your <laughs> process? In, in you guys are going to crack up on the, <laughs> the audience because this is how it works for me. 
I'm doing my morning practice, which is I get quiet. I do, you know, the Julia Cameron thing. I've always been writing. So I write for, you know, three pages to kind of get the debris out of my head. And then suddenly I'm writing these nine tips. And at first it was like 12 tips. And then I wrote them out and I thought, wow, okay. And I sent them to my social media person, Emer. And I said, Emer, what do you think of these? And she goes, well, I think 12 is too many. Why don't you do nine? And so I thought, okay, well, let's just pull out these nine tips. And then I started to work with them to see, oh, do these really work? Am I going to get anywhere with these? Are these the essential elements that will help you up your creative genius? And so I put them into practice every day just to test them on myself, which is really honestly what you should do with anything. Don't take my word for it that it works or a picture drawing, you know, for some people doing a mind map is enough or simply making a list of goals is enough. Um, so I did that with this book to see what would happen. And then I just edited it down to make it the most simple thing. And then I honestly sketched some images Interesting. It's really interesting how things do come to us and how they, you know, what they lead to. So uh, I'm glad you wrote that list in your morning pages. I do morning pages, too. And you're a convert already. (laughs) Yeah. For those of you that don't do that, I'm sure if you've been listening to Vicky, you know that if you write things down in the morning, it just clears you out for the rest of the day. Right. Now, I randomly opened the tip book just now to see what, what our tip was for the day or mine on my end. Right. Right. Which is creative genius tip number five. What goes around comes around. And if you, you know, there's a little preamble after each tip and then there's really something you should do. And so the tip number five, the doing part is that you want to create flow by paying it forward. Look for an opportunity, do something small or big to help someone else. And then there's just a little more about how you can put that into practice. And, you know, I think we all remember that that's a good thing to do. Don't you, Vicki? I do. You know, you want. You want to pay it forward, but gosh, you know, why not open and see, oh, there's a tip I can do right away. Right. Now, in, in that tip, chat, in that little section, uh, tip number five, you talk about negative reactions, um, or maybe it was in a, another piece I was reading and uh, simultaneously with that, but you talk about negative reactions when we first start using um, this process, how we may run into negative reactions ourselves. And you say that's okay because it just gives us a chance to repattern our brains. Yeah, I think, you know, um, the, the myth of any kind of goal setting or getting what you want is that you're going to draw a picture and it's going to happen immediately. Now, some pieces of that will happen immediately, but not all of it. Sometimes you have to go in there and repattern yourself rolling over the old beliefs that you carry from the time you were 15 or younger, you know, that's when your early beliefs get formed and you can repattern it in your hippocampus. You know, the hippocampus is like, if you can imagine like the, your brain is like a theater stage and the prefrontal cortex is the stage and actors, those are ideas, jump onto that stage. And the audience is like all the memories Everything you've ever seen, heard, you know, read about in a book, seen in a movie. So you can repattern some of those old beliefs by actually just replaying 
going in there, sitting in that audience, really, in some kind of quiet state and repatterning with the belief that you want to have. Right. When I randomly opened the book, uh, I came to tip number three, try something new. Uh, We need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to talk about that because that's what I decided last week for myself. And then I opened the book this morning to tip number three, and I was like, it was validated for me. So we'll take a very quick break. <laughs> okay. All right, good. My guest is Patty Dabrowski. Her new book is called Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius. And uh, she's also the author of Drawing Solutions. These are companion books, really. How Visual Goal Setting Will Change Your Life. You're listening to Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. We'll be right back. Parkinson's disease affects as many as one million people in the United States. At the Parkinson's Disease Foundation, it's our mission to beat this disease. To learn about the Parkinson's Disease Foundation, or if you want to help support our work, visit our website, pdf.org, or call us at 800-457-6676. In the Northwest, contact the Northwest Parkinson's Foundation at nwpf.org. I'm Paul George of the Indiana Pacers. When I was six, my days were spent playing basketball. When I was six, my dream was to make it to the NBA. When I was six, my mom had a stroke. So I want you to learn to spot a stroke fast. F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. I'm Paul George. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Kathy Cooper, and every Wednesday from 1 to 2 p.m., I'll be hosting Lost and Found. We'll be discussing all types of losses, but it's not going to be the doom and gloom hour. It'll be an hour of education, support, validation, and yes, we will have a little bit of humor. So won't you join me Wednesdays, 1 to 2 p.m., Lost and Found, because every loss matters, and through every loss, something can be found. Coming up January 7th on Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair, 11-time number one New York Times bestselling author Robin Carr. We'll talk about her latest book and upcoming Netflix original drama. Robin says there's a need for positive drama, not just goody two-shoes, everything is beautiful kind of stories, but a kind of story where people have real problems to resolve, where characters provide inspiration as role models to women. Tune in Mondays at noon Pacific time and Fridays at 6 a.m., Catch up on past shows at conversationslive.net. Radio is very competitive. Shows soar in popularity and then flame out. Sometimes, however, a real connection is made with an audience, and success blooms year after year. For over a decade, Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair has built a loyal following thanks to inspiring and stimulating conversation. Longevity, loyalty, exclusivity. Smart advertisers seek it out. With Vicki's valuable audience, the search is over. Discover the affordable, effective ways to advertise your business. Log on to Conversations live.net that's conversationslive.net today seattle tacoma antwerp that's right we're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150 kknw.com and welcome back everyone welcome back joining us today is patty dabrowski she's the author of drawing solutions how visual goal setting will change your life And her new book that we're talking about today, Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius. And um, I want to um, talk about uh, tip number 
three, Patty, because I yeah. randomly just opened that this morning. It said, try something new. And I thought, oh, this is interesting because I, last week I was thinking I need to try a new adventure because I, if I don't have enough adventure in my life, um, I, I feel it. And so it was kind of validating this morning to open it. Um, and you well, said, I'm curious now, what's the adventure you're going to try, Vicky? I don't, Aren't, isn't everybody I, well, wondering? I don't know yet. But last time, um, I, okay, some of my adventures have included skydiving. Uh, okay. zip wiring in the Sierra Madres, uh, white water oh, nice. rafting. So it will be something that takes me out of my comfort zone because trust me, when I went white water rafting and I looked at that water, I was like, okay, I don't have to get in the raft. <laughs> <laughs> but when I did and I finished that 10 mile ride, oh my God, it was fantastic. I felt, I felt elevated again. <laughs> Now, oh, not, not everybody's cool. going to, it's going to, you know, for somebody else, it could be something as, you know, having a massage or whatever, going to a spa. So, right. but um, there is scientific research um, that shows it's good for us to do this, to do something new. It changes patterns in our brain and gets us thinking differently. Would you talk a little about that? I know yeah, you've I think, touched, touched yeah. a little bit on pattern changing and pattern making. Well, I think that what everybody may or may not know is that the that your brain is a pattern making machine it loves a pattern it wants you to stay safe because that's what it knows and the only way that you become more flexible is when you go out and try something new or you do something new you sit in a different chair when you get up in the morning you you know to walk your dog on a different street or take them to a different park that you've never been to and then what happens is is that um, you're always trying to rewire yourself if you can, because then when uh, negative things happen to you or challenging things happen to you, you're more resilient to them and you're able to handle them better. You're looking more to, all right, maybe it's a traumatic thing or you get really sick or something like this. And once you get over the initial shock of it, then you're more adaptable to finding a, a better solution or a new solution for yourself. And so that's, that's really why you want to keep yourself flexible in that way. You know, your brain is just like your body. It needs to be worked out in a way. So right. it loves to be fed information. Right, right. And it's very hard because so many people get very distracted these days. But you do talk about the importance of taking that time just to daydream. And um, I, I found this interesting because I'd never heard this before, but you say in ancient Rome, a genius was thought to be a genie that would follow you around and whisper insights into your ear. But of course, we have to take some time to ourselves to hear that, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think that's part of, um, you know, it's hard with the distractibility of all the electronics that are happening. And yet, then um, I went to see Michelle Obama recently here at she came to Denver and I was like, oh, my God. And the, one of the things she talked about was that and how important it was to connect with people one on one. And I think connecting with people one on one is one piece of it so that we get to know them and we make eye contact and the things that sometimes make us uncomfortable if we're more of an introvert. But the truth is that if we can connect with ourselves first find a way to connect with you, 
then you're not so much thrown off balance by what other people say to you or they do in the world. You stay true to yourself and you bring all of your beautiful creative genius to the world. You know, and the myth is, is that people become creative genius or people are born, you know, they're um, with a high IQ and creative genius the way that I define it and uh, many other people, Elizabeth Gilbert define it as really accessing what's always present in the world and available to you. Right, right. Um, I, through that stillness, really. Yes, it's very important. And I know that in uh, my life, when things haven't been uh, moving as smoothly as I'd like, it's because I, don't, I haven't made the time to stop and, and think. Um, as something as simple as that. Um, I want to talk about this because I was listening to a report um, over the weekend about how many Americans live in poverty. And even people who don't think they live in poverty are actually living in poverty. That's how bad things have got. And uh, you mentioned that you were meeting with Hal Hirschfield and incorporating some of his theories into your work. How's that working? What are you doing? Well, Hal Hirschfield, I found him because there's an organization, uh, which I can't, I don't have it at the top of my tongue, but there's an organization that's doing some research on why people don't save money for the future and why they just randomly go out and buy stuff. You know, we know that marketing uh, in influences us and then we have to have the next new thing. But they're trying to figure out what is it that keeps you from achieving your financial goals and having enough for retirement, quote unquote, or not or to buy a house or to get a car. Right. And so they've been identified that part of it is is that you're disconnected we disconnect ourselves from our future state so we can't imagine ourselves any older than where we are right away and so if we want to get something we can't imagine 10 years from today ourselves and so they've been doing some testing around if you draw a picture of your future self you're more connected to it, and will you be more willing to save for the future? And so I'm, I'm fascinated by that. I'm going to meet with him in L.A. and see what we can find about it, kind of cook up together. They're using my process so that – because we want people to step into their dreams, but dreams don't happen because you win the lottery. That's like one in a billion people do right, that. Right. We want it to be accessible to everybody. It's an interesting, so. interesting theory. Um, I'd be curious to see how that goes uh, and, and what comes out of it. Because I do, I think as human beings, it's, um, it's almost natural for us to have that, you know, especially today in today's consumerism world, um, you know, live for today. <laughs> and, and many of us don't think we're ever going to get old and need money. Yeah. And, and what's true is that you know, most people have not saved for their retirement at all, not in the way that um, for sure my parents did. So I think that that's something we want to look at and and shift that paradigm of that so that we are thinking about that we are contributing to a future for ourselves and other people. You know, how we treat the planet is another example of that. Mm-hmm. And how can we use our creative genius to um, bridge that gap? and provide for ourselves and others, the people around us, right. you know, in an everyday, uh, on an annual basis, but also living with that future self um, firmly in hand. Right, right. So we're almost at the end of our segment, Patty. It just flies by here. But um, wow. I want to um, ask you this, because 
uh, tip number one is be nice to yourself. And, you know, we hear variations of that a lot. But it, it's very hard with that inner critic. A lot of people are locked into that inner critic. You say that inner critic wants you to sleepwalk through life. So how have you dealt with your inner critic? Because I'm sure you have one. I think everyone does. Oh, my gosh. You know, my inner critic, it, like everyone's, is really loud. And so what I do is I have a conversation with my inner critic and I don't let it take the upper hand. So I will give it an empty chair to sit in, in my house. If you want to take a seat, that's great. But I'm going to go on this interview now with Vicki St. Clair and we're going to have a conversation, right? Um, or if I'm looking at my bank account and I think, oh my gosh, you know, like really? Or, or that um, I'm going to get that work, but it falls through or things like that. You know, I really have come to the place where I trust the universe is going to provide me with the, exactly what I need. And if what I need is for me to be in a state of flux, then I'm more accepting of that. And part of that is because I spend that time with myself and other people talking about how can we move things forward in a better way for the world. And so I think, you know, putting your inner critic to the side, putting it in its place, acknowledging it, but then moving on. I think is an important piece. Don't let it pull you down that slippery slope. It really likes to get you down into the mud. Don't you think? I do. I do. <laughs> what do you do? I'm curious. Um, well, I have, I named mine Gollum, right? Because, you know, <laughs> Gollum. I gave it a name. <laughs> See, I do. This was I love it. years ago when I was working with a coach and, and I gave it a name uh, and it's Gollum and it sits on my shoulder and I, I just think, thanks for sharing Gollum. And then I, I flick him off my shoulder. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So um, we're we're at the end of our segment, um, but I want to thank you. I want to ask you uh, what you'd like to leave our listeners with, and I know you very kindly offered a book giveaway that I'll give out a number for in just a minute. But what would you like to leave our listeners with, Patty? Well, just know that your creative genius is accessible to you at any time, any place that you are. You just simply have to ask, and that's the rule. You ask for help and help arrives. So remember, when you're feeling stuck, ask, ask for help from the universe, the bigger part of you that's connected to everything and everybody. I love it. Thank you so much. Um, and so you're going to give away a book to a listener today. Yeah. And the book is Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius, right? Yes, it is. And be sure to follow me on, um, you know, go to my website, upyourcreativegenius.com and get on my mailing list so you can get some other free things because I love to give away things. Okay, great. There is a lot of, uh, there's a lot of information up on Patty's site, lots of videos you can look at. Um, I love her work. Uh, it, it's very creative, as Creative Genius would suggest. Um, but it's, I think it's for everyone. So I, I do really love your work, Patty. So thanks for being oh, with us today. And thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. And if you'd like to enter the drawing for uh, Patty's new book, it's a tiny little book, as we said, but it is, uh, it's got some great tips in that you can read straight through or you can use randomly. Um, it is called Nine Tips to Up Your Creative Genius. And the number to call is 1-800-495-7617. You'll get voicemail. You'll get my voicemail. Just leave your name and number and that you're interested in the book. And at the end of the day, 5 p.m. today, I do a drawing and um, we'll 
call a lucky winner. So make sure you leave your phone number so I can call you back if you are the winner. All right. Thanks, Patty, so much for being with us. Can't wait to see what you're doing next. Thanks so much, Vicky. <laughs> Have a great day. You too. And you can find out more about Patty and her work at Patty Dobrovolsky at uh, dot com. Excuse me, dot com. Um, stay with us when we come back. We've got some uh, gift book ideas for you. And you're listening to Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. Do you love wildlife? Then make a real difference by helping Paws care for sick and injured wild animals. Volunteers help feed and clean the animals until they are well enough to return to the wild. Sign up today and help save a wild life. No experience necessary. All training is provided. Visit Paws.org or call 425-787-2500. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. Are you ready for something real, raw, upfront, and honest? Then tune in each Wednesday at 2 p.m. right here for Love from the Hip. I am spiritual hypnotherapist, master esthetician, and the host, Sakura Sutter. This show is unlike anything you have ever heard and was created to help others to help themselves. Hear me follow up with guests I have hypnotized and see how it has improved their lives. I will also spotlight amazing people from around the world. Their skin tips, live readings, and answers to life's burning questions. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Let's see if I... I guess that... <sighs> this just isn't working. Knowing you have a great idea for a book is one thing, writing it another. So what's stopping you? Maybe you can't find time. Maybe you don't know where to begin. Maybe you wrote a couple of chapters, then disappeared down a rabbit hole. Or maybe you'd rather someone else write it for you. Partnering with the right coach or ghostwriter can make all the difference between talking about your book and finishing your book. As an award-winning writer and strategic consultant, Vicki St. Clair's storytelling credits span from business, health, self-help, and memoir to New York Times and USA Today best-selling anthologies. Vicki partners with people just like you at the exact level you need, whether you need a little encouragement, editorial guidance, or full-blown ghostwriting and consulting services. If you're serious about telling the story you know is inside you, stop procrastinating. Let's get your story down on paper. Contact Vicki today. Email Vicki at VickiStClair.com or call 1-800-495-7617. See more about Vicki and her work at VickiStClair.com. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. Ordinary people leading extraordinary lives. Advertise. Learn more at conversationslive.net. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back, everyone. <laughs> welcome back. You're listening to Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. And uh, we're going to take um, an easy half hour here. Uh, Eric Ryder, our producer, is going to join us on air. Um, so, um, I get asked all the time, what books do you recommend? And uh, it's so hard because we 
I only really have guests on the show if I enjoy their work. So that that makes it hard because most of them, all of them, <laughs> right? Um, but with the holidays coming up, I thought we'd put together a short list of some of little gift type books that we can give away. I could that, see- not give away, excuse me, that you can give away. You can buy and give away. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Sorry. Absolutely. I, I was just going to say, I know why people would ask you that question, though, because there's very few people out there that uh, see as many books in a year as you do and talk to as many authors in a year as you do. So you, if anybody's got the inside scoop on what's actually good in the literary world, I, I think it's you. Well, thank you. And uh, yes, we certainly do. If you could see my book room, it was the dog's bedroom. It is now the book room. The library. <laughs> and it gets in a big old mess sometimes. And that dog looks at me like, are you going to clean up my space, lady? <laughs> but we got some great books. And of course, we just talked with Patty Dobrovolsky. And um, her book is... Um, her books are great. And I'm I'm going to give out that 800 number again because I realized I only gave it out once and I meant to do it again. But she was giving away nine tips of up your creative genius uh, for a listener. And so if you're interested, we're doing it drawing style. So uh, we'll do it at the end of the day, 5 p.m. today. You can just leave a message on our 800 number, 1-800-495-7617. You'll get my voicemail. Just leave me a message saying you're interested in nine tips and um, your name and phone number, and you'll be entered into a drawing that I will do at 5 p.m. today, and I will call the lucky winner. All right, so let's get started on these. Um, Some of the books I'm going to recommend to you as little gift books, um, you know, they could be a stocking filler or they could be a gift by themselves. But um, the first one is from Melanie Salvatore August, and she's been on the show a couple of times I love everything Melanie stands for. Um, She speaks uh, as she lives and she admits it's a daily challenge because she's a human being just like everybody else. But her book is called Fierce Kindness. And uh, her whole goal is to um, help kindness become contagious. She wants to help us pull together to uplift the world and shift the world from fear to love uh, with a dose of fierce kindness. Um, so it's a movement of nonviolence poised uh, to ignite positive change on a personal level, on a community level, on a global level. And um, as I said, she's been on the show a couple of times and uh, always had a great response when she's joined us that people really love her work. Yeah. The book is Fierce Kindness. And uh, do you, you remember Melanie was on just a couple of weeks of ago? Of course. Yeah, yeah, that was a great interview. And uh, by the way, uh, if uh, anybody missed any of the shows uh, with some of these authors that we're talking about, they can just punch it in at the website, uh, conversationslive.net, right. and catch up on those podcasts and hear back on any of these interviews. If they want to, like, kind of a sneak preview uh, before they buy the book, that's a great way to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you can find out more about Melanie at MelanieSalvatoreAugust.com. And as Eric said, you can hear the podcast at ConversationsLive.net. All right. Another one that I thought was great, and I've given, I've given both of these books we gave away on the show. And we also, I've given both of these books as gifts myself. Mm. Uh, in fact, I've given all of these books as gifts myself. <laughs> That's how you know they're good gifts. <laughs> and... Um, this book is called Two Minute Mornings. It's by Neil Press, 
Richard Prestipe. Pre- <laughs> I have a hard time saying his name. Neil Press Richard. Which is P R A. S-R-I-C-H-A. Thank you. Which I'm not going to attempt to pronounce <laughs> because like you, I would have trouble. Oh, it, gosh, so. yeah. He's he's done one of the most watched TED Talks. Mm-hmm. And you can find out more about him at 1000awesomesomethings.com. Awesomethings. 1000awesomethings.com. It would help if I could speak today, right? Well, that website, of course, because he is the creator of Book of Awesome and Journal of Awesome. Yes, absolutely, uh, which were absolute bestsellers. And um, it's all about winning the day, right? So this two-minute mornings is about starting your day right so you mm. can win your day. And now, I feel like I've only got two minutes in the morning <laughs> when I'm getting ready, so that uh, that might have to me. Right. It's uh, it's a lot quicker than the three morning pages that mm. I do. But I've given this to people and um, and they've loved it. They've come back and said, oh, my God, since I've been doing this two minute thing in the morning, it's made such a difference to my day. And then consequently, if you're making a difference to your day, you make a difference to your week, to your month, to your year, you know. Um, so the, the, it has simple little prompts at the top of each page and um Things like focusing on gratitude, letting go of stress, setting daily intentions, but all all things that are proven to increase happiness and and set you up for success every day. All right. Now, this third book, I I kid you not, I don't know how many copies of this book I've bought because I've given it as a gift a lot. I've also had people come stay at my house visiting and say, I love this book. <laughs> and the, hint, the, hint, hint. the first one to do that was my mom. And I'll, I'll tell you when I bought this book. It was many, many years ago when I was going through a separation with my husband. Um, many years ago. And I saw this little daily affirmation book. And I wasn't really into affirmations. But I like this because it had some cute little drawings in it. And so it's dated. And you just go through it date by date. Or you can pick it up randomly. But I don't know, there's something about it where every day I looked at the date and the day and I'm like, it applies to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I bought the book. Um, Would you say that the uh, daily uh, affirmation is somehow tied into that date in the year? Or do you think that there are more just they would apply to any day of the year? For me, um they just, it seemed like a magic thing. It seemed like they applied to me at that time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. It, it's just weird. And, I, and I'll share this because my mother came over um, to help me clear out my house. And um, I, yeah, I was going to move. And so she came over. I flew her over for Christmas for a month, six weeks, whatever it was, six weeks. And um, so she stayed with me to help me clear out my house. And, and she'd taken this little book off my shelf and put it by the side of her bed. And when she left, or just before she was leaving, a couple of days before, she said, I really like that book. I want to go get it. And I said, what book? And I was really surprised she liked it. It's called A Time for Joy. And I was really surprised because she's really not into that stuff at all. But Mm -hmm. she said the same. It just applies to me. (laughs) (laughs) But the Daily Affirmations for every day of the the year, it's by Ruth and you can find out she's got a lot of books at ruthfishel.com, a time for joy. And, um, you know, her whole premise is that words can inspire, motivate and change us if we let them. They can lift us to action. They can move us to anger and rage or 
to love and tears and most important words can heal. So it's a book of healing, really. And uh, she wants you to know that you are worthy of joy, that you deserve to have joy in your life. So um, it was I think it's a great little book. And like I said, I think I bought it eight times uh, because my mom took it. My niece took it. My friend from Chicago <laughs> took it. I mean, the list goes on. A lot right. of people need some joy. Yeah. So let's take a break before we get into um, the next one that we have here. All right. Uh, shall we go out with a little bit of Christmas music? That since sounds it's good. The holiday season. Uh, this is from a, uh, a holiday album that I've been enjoying quite a bit recently uh, from Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Sharon Jones, unfortunately, passed away a few years, but one of the great soul voices. And this is one of the funkiest holiday albums you're ever going to hear. So this one is called It's a Holiday Soul Party. Okay. Christmas this year. There'll be no more sorrow. There'll be no pain or tears. If it was up to me, darling, I would build you a world of love. Coming up January 7th on Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair, 11-time number one New York Times bestselling author Robin Carr. We'll talk about her latest book and upcoming Netflix original drama. Robin says there's a need for positive drama. Not just goody two-shoes, everything is beautiful kind of stories, but a kind of story where people have real problems to resolve, where characters provide inspiration as role models to women. Tune in Mondays at noon Pacific time and Fridays at 6 a.m. Catch up on past shows at conversationslive.net. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga, we cover the world of animals. This week, December 23rd, it's our Christmas edition of Harmonic Energy Shifting with Jude and Paul Potton from the Whispering Dragon Center in the studio. They'll have their acutonic forks and chimes, Tibetan bowls and bells, pua didge and rattle, ready to do free remote treatments for you or your animal friends. So plan to give us a call on Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 11. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me. Everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. At Sundown Communications, we find that most of our clients are brilliant at what they do, but they lack the time and resources to write and create business messaging that delivers results. That's where we come in, providing a diverse range of professional copywriting services for fresh strategic web content, PR, advertising and promotion, marketing, speeches, and much more. Call us today so you can focus on what you do best, and we'll do the rest. Call 800-495-7617. That's 800-495-7617. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. Listeners trust the show and advertisers love the audience. Learn more at conversationslive.net. No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. 
And welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. And who was that, Eric? That's more from Sharon Jones more and the from Dap Sharon Kings. Jones. Yeah, okay. same album. This one's uh, just another Christmas song. I like that. Well, you're listening to Conversations Live with Vicky St. Clair, and we're talking about um, a few gift books that you might, oh, they're not gift books, but they're books you might like to give as gifts um, this holiday season. Uh going to run through these together because there's two of them. Um, several years ago, we had Tal Ben-Sharhar on the show. He's a positive psychology expert. Um, each semester, nearly 1,400 students sign up for his, uh, his class on how to get happy at Harvard. Just amazing. That class at Harvard is packed out and it's consistently rated the number one course at Harvard, the number one class at Harvard. So um, he must be uh, changing a lot of lives over there. So a um, couple of things. These books come in all formats, including, you know, Kindle and audiobook. Uh, one is Happier, Learn the Secrets to Daily Joy and Lasting Fulfillment. And that's, bound, um, that's uh, based on uh, research of scientists and academics and philosophers, which is really how he bases all of his teachings. And then the other book um, is the one that we talked about on the show. And again, you can uh, look on conversationslive.net in the search box and just type in Tal Ben-Shahar or um, the name of the book, which is Choose the Life You Want, 101 Ways to Create Your Own Road to Happiness. And again, that comes in all formats. And the reason um, I suggested that book is... um, I think sometimes people forget that we do have choices. We get into a either or situation, but if we really dig down deep, we we often have many more choices. In fact, sometimes we have too many choices, and that can kind of lock us into a, a, a situation where we can't decide. But but it's those moments, those choices that we make moment by moment, day by day, that make a big impact on our lives, and ultimately that determine how happy and fulfilled we are. And his whole philosophy is that every moment we have an opportunity to make a choice that will bring us that greater happiness. And in in the book I just mentioned, Choose the Life You Want, 101 Ways to Create Your Own Road to Happiness, he um, shares 100 such opportunities, some simple, such as whether to frown or smile, others complex, such as whether to hold on to what we know or to change our perspective. Um, and he helps us identify them. He shares a little story to um, give an example of what he's talking about. And um, and I like his work. And his website is talbenshahar.com, talbenshahar.com. I don't know if you remember we talked with him when he was in Israel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's always nice to have the international connection sometimes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he's normally at Harvard, uh, but he's from Israel and he teaches there too. Mm-hmm. All right, the last one I want to talk about is um, is uh, Julia Cameron and Patty Dubrovsky. Dubrovsky, excuse me, mentioned that in in our conversation in the first half of this show. Yeah. Um, and I'm a fan of Julia Cameron's work. And, but I have to be honest, it took me a while to get there. Um, when I first saw The Artist's Way, I decided um, it wasn't for me. You know, yeah, great stuff, but it's not for me. And then um, I think it was right after my father died, I went into a bookstore one day and that bookstore was hanging off the shelf. You know how they say things come into your life at uh, appropriate moments? And it was hanging off the shelf 
And as the lady in front of me walked past it, she knocked off the book onto the floor. And I bent down to pick it up and started flicking through it and bought it. And I've been a fan of her work ever since. How do you think this lady works for the bookstore and just uh. <laughs> sees people and goes, they need this in their life and yeah. gives a little elbow? Oh, they, yeah, it's her again. She's been looking at that a couple of times over the years. So <laughs> we'll see what we can do there. But... um. So she's got a whole series of books and audios and workshops, and uh, she does an on, uh, a live broadcasting to uh, juliacameronlive.com. And interesting, she, um, I don't know if you remember, we did an interview with uh, Rue McClanahan when she was still alive, the actress Rue McClanahan. Yeah, from and she, Golden Girls. Fame. Yes, yes. And she was working at the time with Julia Cameron um, on, a, on a play. They were working together. And Julia actually was married to um, Martin Scorsese in the 70s. Um, and she writes in her book about how Steven Spielberg would come around Sunday mornings and her and Martin and Steven Spielberg would all have breakfast and, you know, bemoan the creative process mm. and the creative life and everything. And uh, look what they've gone on to achieve. <laughs> yes. But the book that you don't I, always have to be the starving artist. <laughs> you don't have to be. I don't believe in the starving artist myself. <laughs> Some, sometimes you can be that well-fed artist, you know. <laughs> Did I tell you the story when I moved up here? A little digress here, but talking of starving artists, when I moved up here uh, and I left my you know corporate job and started writing, my two closest friends at work took me out for a fabulous lunch at my favorite restaurant in in Del Mar, California, Jake's. And then they gave me uh, a bottle of tequila, really high-end tequila, wow. which I don't even drink, but they, they gave me a <laughs> bottle of tequila. Um, and they also gave me a can of soup with a um, can opener. And they said, we hope you want the la- we hope you need the latter to celebrate, but just right. in case. Just in case. <laughs> and I said, no, I, I don't believe in starving artists. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but the book I'm reading right now is called The Sound of Paper, and that's by Julia Cameron. Mm-hmm. And it's really about, um, she delves into the heart of personal struggles that all artists experience. Um, and sometimes you get burnout and sometimes you need to step away from your work uh, to feel benefit from it, to, to you know, bring something worthwhile to the table. And, um, I'm, and they're just very short little chapters, like one, two, three pages long. And uh, I'm quite enjoying that. So that's called The Sound of Paper. And that's another I had on my list of suggestions here. Now, what does she mean by The, the Sound of Paper? It's a great title, but is she she's talking about maybe like the sound the words uh, make in your head as they as she's writing or as you're writing as an artist or uh, creating as an artist or it, is she literally talking about that great sound of paper when you <laughs> <laughs> when you when you, you know, snatch it and make screw it up into a ball and throw it up the wall and <laughs> say that's no tear good tear open a present or something yeah <laughs> um you know i don't know really i haven't okay. maybe, maybe she maybe she defines that in the book but i haven't got all the way through it fair but, enough fair but enough. it's it's full of personal exercises and she does talk about you know we're building life from scratch uh we constantly are building life from scratch and and we have to dig a little and that scratching on the paper, I think I've heard her refer to that several times. Okay, yeah. Um, is like a hen scratching beneath the soil, and so um, so anyway, that's what that's what I took away from it. It's the sound of paper, and it's a spiritual path for creating uh, the best creative work of our lives. So yeah, have you read any of her work? 
I have not, but it sounds like I definitely need to look into it. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, different strokes for different folks, but um, I really uh, have read most of her work and I really like it. And the other one that I didn't have on my list, I'll throw out really quickly, is Twyla Tharp, The Creative Habit. She's a choreographer. Mm. But I think all of these would make really nice gifts for someone. Um, these are all positive and motivating and uh, optimistic choices. Yes. Did you have any that uh, you thought, oh, that could be a good gift, but maybe it's a little too dark? <laughs> no, um, I, these were at the top of my list. Okay. And I knew we only had a certain amount of time. So these yes. were at the top of my <laughs> list. And um, so I guess um, I will. we won't be here next week because um, the Christmas. Scandinavian hour uh, comes on Christmas specials, Eve. Yeah. They do a special. So... Um, we'll be back definitely in the new year with a live new show with number one New York Times bestseller, Robin Carr. Um, so I guess, Eric, I'm going to wish you happy Christmas. And Thank you. Going uh, away? I'm going to pop down to California for a couple days and see uh, my little sister, my mother, my niece, and my stepdad and all those good folks down there in California. Then I'm going to come back here and celebrate Christmas on Christmas Day. Uh, in good old Washington. So. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks uh, for everything that you've done for us this year. Well, um, thank you. I, I thank you at the end of every show, but I, I want to, you know, publicly say he does. You do an amazing job, and uh, very grateful to have you uh, associated with us. So, well, likewise. And uh, I want to wish everybody uh, wonderful holidays, whether you celebrate the holidays or not. You know, just relax and do something nice for yourself. Don't sweat that small stuff because at the end of the day, well, it's all small stuff, right? <laughs> all right. You know where to find us. And if you haven't entered the drawing for Patsy's nine tips to up your creative genius, you can still do that at 1-800-495-7617. Leave your name, number. I will call back uh, the winner when we do the drawing at 5 p.m. today. And you can find out all of uh, this information at conversationslive.net. We will see you uh, soon. And uh, until then, <laughs> live well, live strong. Happy holidays, everybody. Radio is very competitive. Shows soar in popularity and then flame out. Sometimes, however, a real connection is made with an audience, and success blooms year after year. For over a decade, Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair has built a loyal following thanks to inspiring and stimulating conversation. Longevity, loyalty, exclusivity. Smart advertisers seek it out. With Vicki's valuable audience, the search is over. Discover the affordable, effective ways to advertise your business. Log on to Conversations Live. Live.net. That's conversationslive.net today.